And he flies it out in front of the beast. He gets another one. As Miller sends the gag Yes, he's in as well. They're starting to rattle home. Just the way they go. Hastings is kicking the back. Looking for Gamble. He's got another fall. Welcome back, everybody. We're back in red and blue for another team list Tuesday night. As always, I'm joined by my boys, Sean and Storky. Storky, how we doing, brother? Oh, mate, fantastic. You know, not too much has changed since Sunday night. You know, probably the highlight of my last couple of days is maybe some mail turning up, you know, in New Jersey. But other than that, no, nah, I'm great, mate. Yourself? Not bad at all, mate. All the better being with you boys and the listeners. Sean, how are we doing, mate? Mate, I'm all right. I think Karma caught up with me. Um, I was having a bit of a laugh about, you know, Cleary getting injured and missing out on the rest of Origin. And, mate, I woke up this morning with the most sore hamstring, and I'm like, that's fucking Karma. That's Karma right there. So, mate, I've... <laughs> what did you do before you went to sleep there, bro? I don't know. I don't know what I was doing in my sleep. Obviously, playing footy, I'm not sure. But, yeah, mate, I've, I'm... I'm pumped to be here tonight. I'm absolutely, I cannot wait to sit down and chat about the nights. It feels like it's been forever. So I'm, I'm so excited. Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Teamless Tuesday Nights. You guys know the deal. It's the one of the only Newcastle Nights show that's completely live, unedited, uncut and raw. So please comment away. Going to be plenty to break down. It's so good to be talking nights again. It feels like forever, but we're back in red and blue. So happy. And look, here's a new one. Uh, uh, yeah. Big supporter of the bench warmers. Yep. Yeah. Was. Uh, I'm, I apologize for gonna, I'm botching your name here. I'm going to say Durant Morton. Greetings from Berlin. Managed to finally catch the live show. Well, guten tag all the way from Germany. How good. Yep. Jeez. Good. Good to have right. you back, mate. We've we've missed yeah. you, so uh, it's good to good to see your face again. Repping the nights over in Germany. Hey, well, look, guys, massive, massive game. This one is always circled on my calendar. Um, round fifteen, the Knights traveling up to Suncorp Stadium to take on the equal first Broncos, fresh off the bye. Uh, Suncorp Stadium, Saturday, five thirty p.m. This one is going to be a big one, boys. As I said, this one is just as big as a state of origin for me. I, I, I cannot get more pumped for this game. I absolutely love this one. So, um, how are we feeling about this one, boys? Mate, I love any Broncos game against the Broncos. Like, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, before Manly were our rivals, I feel Brisbane were like. Okay, granted, back in those days, Brisbane were pretty much everybody's rivals because they were that good. But I don't know, mate. I just love it. The I love playing brothers. Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. And just the fact that, you know, they won their Super League grand final mm. and we won 97. There's just, there's that little bit of rivalry there. So you've it got to love itself the in a way, doesn't it? What was that? Both teams, yeah. It writes itself. Both teams it came does. in at the same time. We won a comp in the same year and everyone was debating which was the better comp and... Mate, that's yeah. it's a good rivalry. I don't know why they didn't kick on, but a little bit of trivia actually for all the listeners. Did you know the Broncos tried to get the colours red and blue, but we beat them to it? Yep. There you so, go. Let's yeah. hope. Let's hope that the beating continues for the night. Lincoln, Lincoln. I heard a rumor that um a certain El Capitan 
is going to be at the game this weekend. You bet, brother. I'll be there. I'll actually be um, coming away to all the all the Queensland supporters. I will be there. Um, and I'm also going to the members event. The, mate, the Queensland members event is fucking sensational. It is really, really good. Um, highly recommend any Queensland supporters that aren't members, get around it. Because the members event is, is seriously worth the price of membership. It's that good. Um, Members events. You remember those, Sean? You remember what they no, were? Like? I was about to say the same thing. I didn't. I didn't want to burst his bubble, but I'm just sitting here and I'm like, fucking members events. Remember when us Nova Castrians used to get, you know, members yeah. events and memories. I can hear they are going. All right, Brisbane members. Here's your Queensland yeah. members. Here's your members events, and us sitting down here are just like, oh, I've yeah. I've been I've been what to a few. What about me? On the Goldie. Um, last one I went to was Magic Round. Um, but this one's really good. They're actually doing the members event on the Friday night. So it's not going to interfere with game time at all. Usually like they had one at Magic Ram once and I had to sort of leave, leave Suncorp, go to the members event and come back and catch the last games of Magic Ram. But it was what it was. But um, yeah, they yeah. always do a really great job. Get plenty of time to chat to the boys and stuff. So um, yeah, look, looking forward to it. But let's have a look at the game ahead, shall we guys? All right, guys, comment away on your thoughts on the team list this week. So let's break it down, shall we? Um, Kalen Ponga back at fullback. Dominic Young, Dane Gagai, Bremen Best, and Greg Marzu running at the back line. No surprise there. Tyson Gamble holds his spot at 5'8", going against his old club, the Brisbane Broncos, with Jacko Hastings at halfback. DSAF, um, Phoenix Crossland, Leo Thompson at the front with Tyson Frizzell returning after origin duties with uh, Lockie Fitzgibbon in the second row with Adam Elliott um, keeping that starting spot, I think, for the third time now. Uh, Kurt Mann, the big one. Kurt Mann is in. Uh, no Lockie Miller this week. Jacob Saifidi, Jack Hetherington, and Matt Crocker rounding at the bench, uh, looking at the opposition. Reese Walsh coming off a sensational origin performance. Um at their fullback with Corey Oates, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth, and Selwyn Cobbo. Your boy, the double try Cobbo for you, Storky, um, is in on the wing. Ezra Mann and Adam Reynolds in the halves. Thomas Flegler, Billy Walters, and Payne Haas out front with Kurt Capewell, Jordan Ricky in the back row, and Patrick Carrigan at lock. Corey Pakes, Brendan Pakura, Kobe Hangerton, and Marty Tapau to round out the Broncos bench. So, boys... We're going to talk about the obvious here, our boy Curdy Man coming in mm. on the bench and um, Lockie Miller omitted from the side. What, what yeah. do we think about this one? What's doing there? Um, AOB sticking sticking with his man, uh, pun intended there. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping we'll see a late change. I, I would rather see Miller in there, the man. Like, yes, man can probably fill in in that dummy half role probably a bit better than, than Miller can, but... Mate, the way Miller played in the New South Wales Cup on the weekend, leaving him out is that's a big call. Unless yeah, you're leaving so you, him out to try and I didn't get the catch that, that game. team a bit. I don't know, but so he was pretty good in the New South Wales Cup game. Yeah, that's the word yeah. on the street. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, played really well. I can kind of understand, you know, Brisbane being, you know, power running, fucking leading in post contact meters and meters run. Mm. I get having. 
Kurt Mann come in, I don't, you know. He's solid in defense in the middle. Yeah, I'm not sure if Phoenix is going to be able to sort of keep up with your, your Haases and Fleglers. Yeah. Um, you That's know, the only thing I can put it down to as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the I think the game script probably suits Kurt Mann more. I don't think you're going to outscore the Broncos in a big flashy affair. I think if if we're going to if we're going to win this game, we're going to drag this team into the mud. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, common away what you guys think. What do we got here from um, John McGrath? Lockie Miller goal kicking looks like it's improved too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. What, what did you say he kicked five, from? Five from six on the weekend. Five from six and got himself a field goal as well. So Field goal, nice. Yeah, he, he was doing doing well with the boot, um, Miller was. So I, 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 I think he's improving because he, he strikes them well. You could just tell that he had a couple of very basic things wrong with his setup. So, yeah. He was doing so well, like even play or like playing wise. So maybe it was a confidence thing. Maybe this is going to do the world of good for him. You know, put him back there. He has, you know, a couple of great performances down there. Mm, Comes back yeah. into our side and yeah, starts to shine like he did the first I, couple of rounds. I think uh, what what um Paul said here, you know, it'll be a grinder, and I I agree, and I think that's you know what we we're just saying then about having Kurt Mann in is he probably suits that a little bit more. Like you're saying, they're going to be the big men are going to be targeting Phoenix. He's going to get tired in defense, so I can just see Kurt Mann coming on to yeah. relieve a bit of that. Mm. Whereas I don't, I don't think Miller would. Miller wouldn't do that too well in the middle. So it's it's probably the first time where I can sit there and go, yeah, okay, this this does make sense having Mann over Miller. But yeah, I think I so I too. I just wrong. I just think the way the Broncos are playing, um, it's all hands on deck when it comes to defense. It's got to be the top priority this week. I know it should always yep. be, but um, absolutely paramount this week. And yeah, that's a big ass, man. I said equal, equal first on top of the ladder. Um, certainly finding some great form. Well, uh, you could. You, I, I would. I would. You know, as much as that, they're equal first for me. They're outright first because they haven't had two buyers. Penrith are on the same amount of points, and they've had two buyers. Yeah, good point. Whereas the Broncos haven't had a single buyer. So, why do they? That, why do they give two points for buyers? It's dumb. so that's the big question at the moment. It's that's it's come up everywhere. But yeah, it's so dumb. Like if if to me, if you don't win a game all year, and then you got these three, what you get six points from your three buyers. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't get it. I don't understand I think, the rationale. I think we we're having a joke about that at the start of the year on the bench when warmers weren't we still here? That um. Tigers. You know, you're essentially gifting someone like the Tigers if they go all year without a win, a yeah, couple of yeah. consolation points. Yeah, but, I'd yeah, love I, to know the reasoning behind it. Just this is the confusion it creates. So, if you're giving yeah, everyone the same amount, just give them zero. Like, mm, yeah, hundred percent. That that's it. I don't think there points. is any reason for it. I think that's just the way it went, and they were like, "Oh, we missed that." Now, yeah, let's just run with it. Yeah. So, um, but can I'm we? Expecting... Um... Yep. I was going to say, can we address the other elephant in the room for our, you know, long-time listener, uh, Lockie Tipper? No Jack Johns in the side this week. Sorry, Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen all your, all your upset, comments man. coming up about it. He's, he's very upset about it. Just wanted to give him a shout out. Uh, Lockie, Lockie Fitz has been battling an injury. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule out Lockie Fitz potentially leaving the 17, depending on his fitness later on in the week. So we mm. may see Jack Johns slot into there in the in the second row, or it could be um, a Dylan Lucas type situation. So you never know. He he, he could Jack Johns could come in late. We don't know. A lot mm. of people are keen to see Dylan Lucas get a run. 
yeah, yeah, I'm I'm definitely one of them, and I'm I'm very keen to see Tyson Gamble go up against his old club this week. Yeah, everyone usually plays well against your old club. You've just got a point to prove, and you want to get out there, get out there and fucking smash him. And and he had that bit of a remember that podcast that he did. I can't remember whose podcast it was on, <laughs> where he just like he roasted pretty much everyone. And what what do you say about? He said that um, you know, the coach is a, a shit bloke. A, a good nah, bloke that, or a shit coach. Or... No, oh, that, no, was, that, was, that, that was that was, was Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'll, yeah. But um, I, I think it was uh, Tyson was pretty much saying Adam Reynolds. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, runs, he was he was having a go at Reynolds. So yeah, yeah so oh, that, mate, that'll we, we be interesting. To, we seem to get all the disgruntled uh, ones this season. <laughs> well, believe what, he, he was their halfback when we last won uh, at Suncorp. Because um, going back, I looked at it and it was 2021, fifth uh, of August, 2021. We last beat him, but. I'm sitting thinking, I don't remember that game, but we couldn't go because that was when the whole competition relocated, no crowds, um, and we last played. But last to that, the last time a Knights team, a, a, a crowd saw the Knights beat the Broncos was all the way back on the 30th of August, 2013. And there's only one man still around to witness that, and that was Dane Gagai. He was still playing for us all the way back then. So, Yeah. Yeah, Kirk Gidley, captain, Wayne Bennett, coach, Willie Mason getting around. So, Willie Mason. I know. Good times. Mm. It was. So, I hope that ends, boys. I can't wait another fucking 10 years to see the Knights <laughs> beat the Broncos. Um, Look, I, I found an interesting, um, an interesting stat while I was um, preparing for the show. Over half of the Broncos' tries conceded had come from their left edge. So, I'm hoping that Best and Marzu score a thousand points I don't, mm. I don't know i don't know if it's going to happen but if, if, if points are going to come it's going to be that left edge of marzu and best yeah so i hope so keep an eye out on that edge yeah hopefully um hopefully we can yeah see plenty of points scored by greg marzu my god has he just been sensational at the moment um yeah tackle break machine scoring tries that he really shouldn't be scoring at all um Mate, it'll be a treat for my eyes to witness that in person. So very much hoping so that is the case. But for me, I just I I really hope we just go back to fundamentals. I cannot see if this is going to be a large scoring event. I just can't see how you can outscore this Broncos team. Mm. Um, I think we just got to drag them into the mud. Um, that line speed, what do we say? Uh, they're leading with run meters quite comfortably. Yep. The most run meters in the comp post-contact, especially. So Contact is going to be at an absolute high. You know, we're going to have to hit these blokes quickly and stick to them. You know, none of these dropping off tackles, ineffective tackles. Um, otherwise, guys like Hass, mate, they're just going to eat meters all day. Yeah, yeah and that's what worries me. The left-hand side worries me, to be honest, because you've got Cobo, you've got Farnsworth. You know, um, Cobo's coming back from his injury, sustained, you know, during one of the tries in Origin. He's coming back, but that edge... I mean, Farnsworth's absolutely killing it at the moment. Well, he's second in run meters in the NRL and um, second in post-contact meters. So, yeah, I'm a little concerned about that left-hand edge there. And there has been a, you know, our defense on that side has been a little bit sketchy as well at times. So, hmm. yeah, that yeah last off, Shark, Sharky's pulled it apart. Yeah. Uh, at one point there. So, mm. yeah, very, very interesting. Um, God, I hope it's... it's um, at least a close match. I know they don't say not a loss. All losses are the same. It fucking breaks my heart to lose to the Broncos, but I'll be devastated if they just absolutely blow us off the park. Uh, one one come, thing coming back on the bye. 
Yeah. One thing that we really have to get on top of, and it, it, it's been something that we've been shit at for, for so long, and it's our, it's, our, it's our kicking game. Our kicking game has been horrible. Hastings' kicking game has left so much to be desired. It's just been this midfield bomb. Just an over and under. It's not a not a torpedo. It's nothing, nothing, nothing hard to deal with. They have the most handling errors in the NRL. They're the worst mm. team for dropping the ball. Um, Storky's mate Cobo has got the nickname Dropo for a reason. Mm. So I, yeah. I would got, like got to, I would like to see Gamble getting the ball more on the last. He's got a great torpedo bomb, Gamble. Mm. I'd like to see him getting the ball more on the last. It's always going to either Hastings or or a bit of Ponga. But man, I would love to see Gamble get the ball, just put it high, and just just test well, John, out those hands. John McGrath, great point. Uh, I think we need to kick for touch so Walsh has Absolutely. less time on the ball. Yeah, mate, we give this guy too much space. Um, he's but just we dangerous. Do that all anyway. the time. We I do know. that all the time. We kick it straight to their fullback every time. Yeah. Yeah, but you're talking about the, um, our kicking game, um, you know, being crucial. Like, mate, we're gonna have to contain Reynolds' kicking game because he is on point like 40 yeah. 20s, you know, you can put it on a dime, you know, it's like I think that's kicking really meters dangerous. through the roof. He just yeah. he just controls the territory game 100%. We've, with Reynolds's kicking game and how many meters that they they get a game, like they they just control territory, and that's one thing that we can't do is we concede that many meters yeah it's going backwards almost it it could get ugly really quickly guys i don't i don't want to say it but it could it could it has a potential mm. well let's say well speaking about meters i'm hoping i'm hoping to god you know f- given some injuries and some poor performances in game one maybe the saf boys are thinking you know what freddie it's time to start looking at us and the big boys really put on a dominant performance and try and earn that origin spot back um, I'd love mm. to see both the SAF boys just absolutely take it to Hassan Flegler, the uh, in- incumbent representative uh, origin forwards, um, stamp their claim. Because, yeah, it'll go a long ways to us winning this battle if we can get, match them, you know, up front in the in the forwards. Um, and, yeah, hopefully hopefully that little uh, – that carrot dangled in front of them being game two was enough to sort of – spark a little bit of enthusiasm out of um the SAF boys and we we get to see a see them ripping and tearing again hey well nathan um in the comments here has kind of backed you up on that one yes absolutely it's going to be one one in the middle battle of the forwards yeah 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 the 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 SAF boys are going to have to be on point mate absolutely on point um huge game for us massive um remind me again how did we go I have to, am I remembering right? We lost last time we came off the bye. Did we? Um, off the bye. No, no, that was the Bali. That was the Bali trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope the boys have all sneakily pissed off the Yeah. Bali. Does anybody know um, their boys' plans last week? <laughs> it could, yeah, be, we got, could be important. We got that Bali ink all on them. Um, yeah. Do you, think I, the, do you think the, um, the Broncos Queenslanders? The, the boys that played Origin, do you think maybe they're feeling a bit tired? Because they all backed up on the weekend, right? I'd hope so, yeah. So there's, there's a chance they could be a little, a little, little more flat than they normally would. Mm. And you never know. They could be underestimating us as well. Yeah, I'm hoping that, so. That, that could be a big thing as well. It's, 
there's just so many factors where this this could be an, I'm going to call it an upset. It would be an upset if we won. I think it would be stupid not to call it an upset. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I I think there could be an upset. I'm not putting my money on it though. Stranger things happen That's in rugby. Right. What are they? What are we paying about? Four fifty, I think. They paid about one twenty. So it would be oh, yeah, one of the okay. great ambushes. I'd I'd love it. Um, but yeah, could possibly be, mate. Um, hopefully they do. You know, going going a, a little bit um over overconfident in the ambush could be on, but yeah, the the battle in the, the battle up front is where it's going to certainly um dictate terms for us. You know, we we have to have to just try That's and get over that advantage part. line. Yeah. That's a huge ass. Like paying Haas, what he's the old Woodbury boy. He's got um what the most most post contact meters in the NRL this year. So he's, that guy's yeah. just an absolute beast. Clearly, so, the, the best gone. forward on the planet at the moment. Yeah. He's yeah. just a goddamn machine. But you know what I've seen a lot of this week. Well, this week's not that long. It's only, it's only Tuesday. But I've seen a lot of already is um a lot of comments of like, oh, I just I hope we just put in a good good performance. I hope we don't get flogged. Are you boys fucking sick of that as well? Sick of saying that? Not not hearing it, but saying it. Because I, I say it nearly every time we come up against a good team. I said it against the Sharks. Oh, I just hope we don't get flogged. Oh, I just hope they they put in a good performance and I'm getting sick of saying it. Like, wouldn't it be nice to just be like, oh yeah, we can beat this team. Like, wouldn't it just yeah, be nice to be, be completely nice. confident in your football team? But when you, you know, used to eating shit for so many years, you know, having just plain milk is, you know, acceptable. Don't worry about cereal. <laughs> yeah. Plain milk is better than shit. So let's just take that and run with it. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Mate, I'll be more than happy. I keep going back to that Penrith game. If we can put on a performance like that, We'll go a long way to. Uh, yeah. oh, I think I'll we need that. to play better than that to win. But, oh, yeah, I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm it, not it, sure we've played that good for a long time though. That, that's the that game year. plan. That's what we have to get back to. I think if we're going to be any chance of beating the Broncos, that is the game script. Is just whatever we did back then. That's the attitude, uh, the intent, all the little effort areas has to go back to that. And that was with Jacko and um, Gamble in the halves, wasn't it? Yeah, Ponga was so, out that game, wasn't he? Yeah, so, um, mm. but look, guys, I think talking about our boy, Kalen Ponga, let's have a look at this week's key matchup, shall we? It's hard well, no, to go past this one. No, it's certainly not hard to go past this one. The uh, the incumbent origin fullback, the uh, last year's fullback. Um, yeah, going to be very interesting you know, to see how these boys, I think they're both going to be in for, for big games. They're certainly going to influence their team massively. Um, yeah, I really hope KP gets to stick on Walsh. I know, you know, he says all the nice things, you know, he, you know, congratulating, wishing the best, but you know, deep down, Kalen Ponga wants that number one jersey back next yeah. year. And- yeah. And I, I think he, I think Ponga, and this is a big call, but I think this needs to be the best game he's ever played in, in his life. Mm. I think he's lost the origin spot to to Walsh, who is five years younger than him. Pong is 25, Walsh is 20. Um, so it feels like Pong has lost that spot. Unless Walsh has a, a shit game or something, I can't see. He played half Ponga. as many games too. Yeah. Um, so so Pong is going to have to, Pong is going to have to have the best game of his career just to put his hand up and be like, oh, remember me? Like I just, mm. I just feel like Walsh has taken that spot and he's just running with it. So Mate, he's got it in him. He's got it in. Him. We've all seen it when, um, you know, KP turns it on. So 
let's just all have our fingers and toes crossed. Yeah. Brings me to my next question, boys. I got I got a got an odd question for you, and I want you to get your crystal balls out. I know you both got your crystal balls there. Um, but like I was just saying, Ponger Ponger is twenty five. They say that a footballer hits their peak at 27, 28. Do you think Kalen Ponga will be hitting that peak? Do you think there's much more growth in his game? Yeah, I believe so. I keep going back to that or, those origin performances, mate. There's a player deep down in there that can do that at club level yeah. most weeks. It's there. We've seen it. I I don't know whether it's just poor coaching or strategy. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. But there, there's something there. There's, there's, there is something you've got, there. You've got KP and a decent coaching, a coach team and a decent structure. Mate, the guy's freaking killing it every game, I feel. But yeah, I don't mm. know. It's just something about it. I, just, I don't know if it's our team or what. Like we say it all the time. How many players are decent players and then they'll go somewhere else with a better system and just kill it? Yeah, well, so we've got him someone in... like Ponga doing that. Like, yeah, we're, we've got Ponga until the end of 2027. So that'll be well into those um, peak years. Yeah, you want to hope we get the best of him. So we'd hope we for. get hope we get the best of Ponga. But yeah, it's yeah. just well, that's what we paid for. So it's he has missed a lot of games due to injury. And look at Bradman Best, who's arguably playing his best football at the moment. Because mm. he's had a good run without injuries, so you never know. If 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 Kalen got a season up his sleeve where he didn't get injured, we 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 could see an absolute freak. But I, th- I think the great players, mate, the, the all time great players, is just confidence, and we've seen it time and time again with Kalen Ponga. Whether it's coming back um, from HIAs or whatever, you know, sometimes a set or two later, or he can throw an intercept pass, but he isn't afraid to go back down that edge. Throw a throw a cutout pass or something like that. other players might go on their shelf. KP certainly doesn't. You know, mm. one thing I'll, I'll I'll hang my hat on with Kalen Ponga is he doesn't sort of tend to retreat. Um, always, you know, sort of shrugs it off and just get moves on with it. I, I love yeah. that about KP. Well, look at that that Sharks game where he cop cop that knock and then came out and scored the try. Like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, prime that example, says a lot prime there. Example. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, didn't he get an early knock against the Titans as well, where he could have easily gone back into his shell, and that would have been the end of it. But yeah, had a decent game that. And game then um, the the last game against the against Manly, he copped quite a few. Where it was, yeah. he's sitting there thinking, "Oh, he's, is he going to have to come off?" So, yeah, it's just a game by game thing with KP and these head knocks. I think, unfortunately, which we've mentioned a bit in the past, but mm. yeah. Wish the guy the best, mate, because when he's playing well, we're playing well. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully, as I said, the boys out front can just we can play off that advantage line, get just get some really great second phase play, shift the ball, get some really good shapes, and um, yeah, see KP in full flight. Want to see these combos yep. really starting to click. So, hopefully, hopefully the week off, mate. Every, every, all the boys are a bit fresher. Uh, yeah, Broncos a little bit fatigued, and maybe a little bit slower for it. Um, you never know, mate. There might be just something there. So, yeah, um, fingers crossed, hey. Fingers just, crossed. Just a little side note: How big is that bloody collar on that Broncos jersey? Crikey, looks yeah, like look a up. toilet seat. It does. It, it does, does look, look like a like toilet, a toilet seat. seat. Every yeah. time I see it, I just see a toilet seat, and it's yeah. like, yeah, okay, mm. cool. If that's any team with a bigger collar is bloody Parramatta. Have you seen the size of theirs? The collar's like half the jersey. 
It's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's move along, shall we, to our um, our next segment, our lock it ins, guys. All right, guys. Comment away. I want to hear your bold predictions, your game day predictions, Jack John's four tries, whatever it may be. Nothing, nothing's off limits here. So, Sporky, mate, you're the, uh, you know, you've just, you just come off a fucking heater at the moment, mate. So, what I'm you got dead. this week, mate? No more fucking Selwyn Cobbo doubles either, mate. Mate, and I broke, I broke a bloody drought. Like it was a long ass drought too. <laughs> so that we go. I went well last week, and um, unfortunately, yeah, I'm going to go with um, with the guy who got me the you know the cakes last week, and I'm going to go Cobo uh, first try scorer, you know, and I'm going to go the Knights one to twelve. So I'm, I reckon we'll win, but I think Cobo he's on a bit of a, a bit of a roll lately. The old Cobinator two thousand. So I think he's going to go well, and yeah, he's going to be the uh, first try scorer. But we're going to nip him though. Okay. All right, a lot better than your uh, your last one, mate. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> But moving along to mine, shall we? Tyson Gamble, anytime try scorer, and optimistically, uh, probably a little bit more with my heart than my head on this one. Uh, Knights one to twelve. I think Gamble is going to be an absolute bastard this game. I think he's going to be in their face, spraying players, reminding them of who he is. Um, yeah, I've got a funny feeling G- Gamble's going to score one of those tries right underneath the post. He's had a couple of them. Um, he's got a sneaky, sneaky good try in him, Gamble. So, um, yeah, one for the highlight reel. I, that's that's my locket in this week. Uh, like what it. what do you got, Sean? All right, I, I don't want to do mine. I don't I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think anyone wants to see mine. But but here's mine. All right, I'm I'm going Leo Thompson to make thirty plus tackles, and the reason I've done that is Leo has made three hundred and ninety eight tackles this season playing 12 games it's an average of 33.2 tackles a game for those playing at home um, which in my mind is very underestimated I don't think we're sitting here talking enough about how many tackles Leo is making a game um, so yeah I, I, I've got him making 30 30 plus tackles now the, the next one and and hear me out okay hear me out hear me out the last five away games in Brisbane away games, not talking about the game Lincoln was talking about earlier due to COVID. The scores have been horrendous. 28 to 10, 35, 22, 53, nil, 44, 22, 48, six, a total of 208 to 60 uh, average scoreline of 42 to 12 average margin of 30 points, lowest margin of 13. Unfortunately, I think history will repeat and the Broncos side will win 13 plus this Broncos side to me is just too strong. Um, and I just feel like you guys were just playing it too safe and going Knights 1-12. to 12. You just wanted to be wrong the smallest amount possible. Um, but, yeah, I, I just – I'm not I'm not confident that – yeah, I'm not as confident as you guys. Mate, I've just taken a leaf out of George Michael's book, mate. You've got to have faith, you know, and that's uh, – that's, that's, yeah, that did go towards a bit of how I picked that scoreline. <laughs> Not they're, gonna they're, lie. they're very different score predictions there. Knights 1 to 12 and then Broncos 13 plus. I haven't just taken Broncos 1 to 12. I've, I've, I've gone a good margin. So, look, I just. I'm not sure Link could bring himself to put um, Broncos nah, in there. Those words part. could not leave my mouth. No. Mm. Nah, never. Never, ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's take a look at a couple of these from the listeners, shall we? Uh, Adrian, my locket in KP sets up two tries. I think this is very attainable. Yep. Very much so. So 
I'm hoping so, mate. I'm hoping so. Um, Justin, lock it in. Link will be good luck charm after chatting with the boys at the members event. <laughs> Hope so, mate. Hope a little bit of that uh, Lincoln magic rubs onto the boys. Um, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Post-game interview. I'd just like to thank Link. He's in the crowd tonight. They can just fly me around the country, mate, and just chat to the boys before the game. Uh, Mick Hoffman, Greg for a trifecta. How good would that be? Mate, I'll gladly take that. Uh, on the subject of Greg Marzu, John McGrath, Marzu 200 metres, and Dom Young, two tries. Hopefully a couple of lengths of the fields would be nice. Uh, he's very good for one of them. I'd love to witness one of those in person. So in full oh, they're flight. good. Full flight Dom is good. Uh, His Dom Paul is good. Yeah. Pong has set up three tries via, sen- uh, via sending to best in Marzu. He loves that side. He does love that yeah. side, mate. Uh, loves that edge. Yep. I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll happily take that, mate. Mick, Knights with a Tyson Gamble field goal. How good would that be? I remember talking about it on the first field goal, not a Frizzell field goal. Yeah, Tyson Frizzell field goal. That'd be an interesting oh, That'd be one for the That'd, for the that'd be even better. For the record yeah. books, that one. Well, I'll take that'd, that'd be a good payout too, I imagine. Mate, both of them are going to be better than that one I witnessed. What I was talking on Thursday show, that the 2004 Kirk Gidley. Oh, Kirk Gidley. Yeah, Ugliest mate. field goal I've ever seen. Ugliest you've ever seen, mate, but man, was that good. Yeah. Um, what do we got here? Dylan, thanks for the comment. Dylan, either team will win 1 to 12. Also crazy, we're at $4.50 to win. Yeah. Um, a team off the buy, too. A bit disrespectful. A bit disrespectful. I feel like there's um rather good statistics of teams backing up from the buy. Um, I hope we're winning that one of those teams, but... Not a Maybe gambling man myself, but if, if anyone out there is, that might be something to put a couple of bob on. I'll Could put be. a dollar on it. <laughs> Get myself a, a red frog for winning. Uh, Todd, thanks for the comment. Todd Crossland, anytime try scorer. Our boy, Phoenix Crossland. Yeah. Um, I hope so. I hope he there, hopefully eh? has a, a solid game. And hopefully, uh, we've talked about it a few times, this kicking game yeah. of his. Hopefully, hopefully, we can see a little bit more of that too. That's another little... Um, Another little weapon we sort of really have. He finds the flaw with his kicks more than Hastings does, mm. which is interesting. Yeah, well, maybe that's maybe that's a little uh, a little a little sneaky weapon we we might have up our sleeve. So, mm. yeah. Um, what do we got here? Jade, thank you for the comment, Jade. Best for a double, Newey by six. I'll happily take that, Jade. Um, Brian Best. Sensational for me. Seems to be getting better and better. So, um, I'm happy with that. Well, guys, has to, that's, has to be mate. the tat. He's come back with this huge ass leg tat, and he's killing it. Has to be. Mate, the tat. Imagine when he gets the other one tatted. My God, oh, good mate. luck stopping him. Whoever's mm. in State of Origin, just watch out. Here comes Brad when he's getting. He won't his catch the tatted. plane or the bus to games. He'll just run to them. <laughs> oh, mate, he gets both arms done. He gets his whole body done. He'd be an immortal. <laughs> oh, his yeah. career. Be an absolute machine. Um. All right, guys. Let's move right along to uh, the therapeutic side of the the the, uh, the show. Let's look at a little bit of a Q and A, shall we? All right, guys. That special time of the night where you guys get to. Ask whatever you like, probably preferably nice questions, but hey, 
We'll we'll give a crack at anything, won't we, boys? We've been asked all sorts yep. of strange things in our life. So, what's the meaning um, of life? Um, yeah, yeah. Go deep. All, Go all the good deep. ones. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, um, all right. Let's move. Let's let's look at this one, guys. Uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but what do you guys think about Miller being dropped? Will he come back to the side? Do we think this is just a one week game plan thing? You know, looking at how the Broncos play. Um, do you think it's more of that sort of thing? Do you think it's, um, you know... I think it'll depend a lot on how um, man plays, really. If man comes out, let's be honest, absolutely kills it at that 14 position. Shit, like, where do you put Miller when he comes back? He's not going to go back to fullback, you know, especially if we win. So, like, where do we put him? Mm. I like Miller, you know. He's, he was one of my favorite... Well, like, everybody he was one of my favorite players, you know, at the beginning of the season. But where does he come back? I am, I'm convincing myself that um, this is a, a tactical move about that that Brisbane forward pack and just mm. putting uh, man in the defensive line rather than than Miller to help out Phoenix. So I'm hoping it's just a one game thing um, because you wouldn't run that same same thing against the Tigers or you know Titans or another team like that. So I'm just hoping it's a one game thing and and we'll see him back. But yeah, when you when you see him back, are you just going to see him in that 14 jersey where AOB doesn't know what to do with him? So. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to Things agree with you, Sean. I think it's just a little bit more starch in the middle. Um, yeah. You know, um, the hooker curse is real, boys, isn't it? Touch wood that nothing happens to our boy Phoenix Crossland, but um, certainly wouldn't be the first time we've we've lost a hooker during a game. So yeah, you do have that added insurance as well. But I just think, given the size and the, the amount of meters that run, um, we, we we're going to need the best defensive players we can uh, in this week seventeen. So. I think, and given what you said about him having a sensational um, outing in New South Wales Cup, um, yeah, I don't think it's sort of more more form. It's more of a strategy pick, if yeah. anything, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of another great one here, too. Um, more of a comment than a question, but Justin, so glad Bradman came out and shut down the leaving the club rumours. Um, yeah, there was, um, you know, reports getting around. Uh, we got a little bit of mail about um, our boy Bradman Best potentially leaving the Knights, um, wanting to, to leave to, to head to Queensland of all places. Uh, the Dolphins seem to be the one he was heavily linked to. So seems to have put that to bed, which is good because we're finally starting to get the best out of Bradman. Can uh, I say I think I was reading between the lines? I, I think I must have just been on a completely different level because when I was reading that article, he kept referring to Peter Parr saying that Peter Parr said, no, the Knights aren't looking to get rid of him. Best wasn't saying anything about him wanting to leave because the report that we got and a lot of the other reports were that Best wanted to go to follow his family. He didn't come out and say that he's he doesn't want to go. He came oh, out really? and said that, that Peter Parr said the Knights don't want to get rid of him. So he didn't shoot down the rumours of, him wanting to leave the club. He shot down the rumours of Peter Parr wanting to get rid of him. Wanting to get rid of him. Oh, interesting. There you go. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's just me looking too or much in into it. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, he did not address the rumours of him wanting to leave. It was Peter Parr's rumours. Mm. Okay. So, take, take that well, as A lot of people going back and listening to that interview um, or reading that interview now, I think. Yeah. 
Um, this is a very good question. Uh, Paul, thank you for the question, Paul. With this week's side, who takes on goal-kicking duty? Hastings oh, or Ponga or someone else? Um, you know, it not... Hastings, but then he had a shocker last you know, time he was the kicker. So Didn't he have a couple, though, that were like, God, like pretty close? Like like not like Miller bad. You know, Miller when Miller had him, that he was just all over the shop where I feel like there was a couple of his that were grazed in the paint, but there was two off the bo- off the post, weren't there? I, th- I just remember that. Yeah, I could be I wrong. One of I, I remember I remember two hitting the post, I'm sure. Has probably yeah. kicked it all this season. Not that I remember. Don't yeah, I don't think he has. Not that I remember. Comment away if you know. Um I don't, I don't remember I, I, at all. I will be so dirty if we lose this game by scoring more tries and it's our fucking goal kicking that lets us down. Well look look at the who's the goal kicker on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best in the NRL. So yeah. yes. we can't be going up by four against the Broncos. You're yeah. not by six, you're you're not giving yourself a chance to win. Mm. It's worth so much, isn't it? Something that's yeah. All the way from Berlin, this question, boys. Thoughts on rumors Michael Maguire is linked to the Knights for next year if AOB gets the flick. Um, we sort of had a little bit of a chit chat about who we, you know, previous episodes about maybe who would come in, but I'm not sure if we had why did we? I feel like they're they're the same coach. Like I feel like they're very much carbon copy of each other. I don't I don't know really what we're going to achieve with Madge. Like he's essentially the same cut. So he's killing it at the Tigers. <laughs> I guess so. The, the big the the, glo- the the big thing in in for Madge though is he he has done it. He has done it. You know, Allah nearly what ten years ago. He does know what success looks like. Getting the uh, mm. the bunnies their first premiership, God knows how long. Um, the poor God, man, hasn't. Oh, but if you ask AOB, match. he's been involved in four yeah. green finals. I know, I know. But <laughs> man, the first man to tell you, he's, he's totally going to be that guy at the bar one day, isn't he? Oh, back in my day, I was involved in four grand finals. Well, uh, you can't help but think too. This type of rumors and stuff coming up in the middle of the season, it's like, ah, oh, shit, just another thing that's going to distract us, or hopefully doesn't distract us. But there's a potential distraction against you know us winning football games, and it's like, ah, oh, shit, here we go again. So, yeah, it's 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 not a it's not something I'd be rushing out to do. No, no. But yeah, God hasn't coaching aged that man. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's aged like thirty years in like ten. The poor guy. Oh my God, coaching the Tigers, man, what a gig. Yeah, I, I'm seeing a lot of comments for Flano, and yeah, I'm 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 the same. If I was going after anyone, it would be be mm. Flano. Yeah. Quite possibly could be the Dragons, but who knows? Um, Justin, do you think Madge as a head coach is a fit for our team with the rumors that are floating around? So, more or less, I, I don't know. He, he'd be good for an ass kicking. He certainly would be good for a uh, a good old fashioned ass kicking if the boys didn't play. Uh, I don't know if Adam O'Brien would certainly do that. You think? Um. Well, he didn't isn't, go man that, if the rumors are believed to be true. Uh, isn't isn't that um didn't didn't a couple of players not like AOB because of the way he would speak sometimes? He'd get a bit angry. That's why I mean by I think I think they're essentially the same coach. I think they they both enjoy a blow up when it's when it's deserved. So I, I look I I I wouldn't like to see because like I said I don't think he's that much better than AOB. And they're just going to come in and completely rechange the entire bloody staff. 
So we're going to get all new assistant coaches. We're going to get all new. Like, do you really want a clean out? So obviously we're not looking at um, old mate, the assistant coach we have at the moment. What old mate who was what he coached the Rhinos over in the Super McDermott League so or whatever. We're, yeah, we're not obviously looking at him then. If rumors like these are coming out, mm. Mm. yeah, interesting boys, interesting times with uh, a lot of pressure. If if we start dropping some games for Adam O'Brien, but fingers crossed we're not in that position and talking about that. He's left field. Nathan <laughs> Chapman, when you poo, do you sit or stand? Sit. Who sits? <laughs> just leave that image I don't know for what you. To say about that, yeah. Thanks yeah. for that uh, visual. <laughs> I will not be able to sleep tonight. Jack Johns does it doing a handstand. Uh, yeah, he does. Um, hmm. Lockie Tipper. Um, let's have a Jack Johns be captain coach. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that, mate. Um, I, I hope. I hope he does manage to find his way in a world where. Um, well, let, let's let's touch a little bit on our boy Lockie Fitz because I think there was even more speculation. Uh, I think there was another article written about him potentially going across to the the Super League. Is is someone like Jack Johns next in line? If we, if we find ourselves losing Lockie Fitz, do you reckon he's the next man up for that jersey? I've got a feeling we are going to lose Lockie Fitz. Hey, eh? I don't know. I've just got a weird feeling. I think we are going to lose him. So we are going to definitely have to look at that position. And I, Jack Johns, like out of all the games he has played it for us, has he had really any really shockers? Like he's had a couple of good games. He hasn't had like best player on the field type of games, but. but that that has, game against the Panthers, not saying it was a shocker, but. Oh, he did have a few crucial area, like Yeah, the, the play the ball there. error and there was another one as well. Yeah. Yeah. But, but generally he's pretty safe. Like he's solid. Yeah, 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 his trial form was pretty good. Yeah, as I said, there was a couple of poor errors in that one Panthers clash, but yeah, I thought other than that, he was he was pretty fucking rock solid. So hopefully, he gets a, gets another chance. Um, Jacob Cooper, thank you for the question, Jacob. Boys, how many cleanouts have we had over the past ten years? Need our old boys to bring the old culture into the club. Mm. What do you think, boys? Um, I I've got I've got an extremely huge theory to this one and um all right i don't know strap, have, have we got have we got enough time strap look, yourselves in strap yourselves in look we you go back to 97 and 2001 and any player will tell you that they won those comps on the back of the newcastle earthquakes bp closing down and the city not doing so well the city was was struggling a bit and people mm. needed something to to latch on to and that was the Newcastle Knights. Newcastle's not that city anymore, people. Newcastle is full of East East Enders who complain about the supercars, who complain about Elton John, or who complain about everything. Newcastle's not that city anymore. So if you want to talk about the culture of Newcastle, it has shifted. So if you want to talk about the culture of the team, the team need to find something else. Because even when even when our mate Jackson Hastings sits there and goes, I want to do it for the team, I want to do it for the town, I want to do it for the people, blah, 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 blah. It's all changed. Those people have changed. The people of Newcastle have changed. There's no more blue and red houses anymore. There's the area has changed that much that you need to find a new culture. You need to create a new culture. There's no more. We can't resort back to the 90s anymore and be like, oh, we want to do it for the working class. Working class, when we're not the Steel City anymore. Channel Nine put out a post the other day saying 
a night a, a win for the Knights in the Steel City. BHP closed in 1999. Like if anything, our industry is the coal industry these days. So look, for, for me, it's just you want to talk about culture. Culture's changed, so you've got to find you've got to find a new culture. You've got to find another reason to win. It's not the town. It's not Newcastle that was in the 80s and 90s. You need you need to find something else. But I'm okay but, with players wanting to win just because they want to win. They want to be the best. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, arguably, like you said, 97, yeah, they did do it for the town and that. But you can't have the drive that Joey and that had without wanting to be the best. Like, he wanted to be the best. And we need some mm. more of that inside as well. It yeah. can't just be a, this is my job. I'm going to rock up, you know, whatever. If we win or lose, I'm still getting paid. You can't have that mentality. You know, back in the day, like you said, they weren't on big contracts, you know. So, you know, they played because they loved the game and wanted to win. They had that winning desire. But I'm not saying the boys don't now, but sometimes it's just is questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So wh- whatever that want to win is, it's 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 got to be it's got to be new. We we need to find something new. We 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 don't have what we used to have. It's 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 as simple as that. It's unfortunate, but it's it's simple. Great insight, Sean. Fucking <laughs> round of applause, mate. Round of applause. Sorry, mate. <laughs> um, Mick Hoffman, what should we expect from Adam Elliott? I expected more from him. Um, now, look, he's actually been trending up. Um, you know, we keep saying we're not going to expect the world beat. It came off a, a pretty lousy injury. Hasn't played a great deal of football. Um, I think this is his third consecutive start for us at lock. Um, yeah, someone we haven't really touched on because we haven't seen that, you know, uh, massive game from him yet, but look, a week, um, the bye week might do absolute wonders again for Adam Elliott. Got those few games under his belt. The match fitness is getting better. This could be the breakaway game. This could be the game where we go, holy shit, this is the fucking dude that we were so excited to sign yeah, last yeah. season. This could be solid. The... Like, let's not take it. He has been solid Absolutely. since coming back, but he's just, you know, faded into the background solid. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yep, this could be the game where we go, wow, this is what we bought. And then each week we're sort of talking more and more Adam Elliott because let's be honest, you know, we sort of do glance over him a little bit because we're not seeing the, um, you know, what what we typically have seen from Adam when he's played for the Bulldogs or the Raiders, you know, that ball playing lock in the middle, super competitive. Um, but the sign's there. You know, I've been pretty happy, you know. You know, so is he is he at his best? No. Um, mm-hmm. Is he playing at his worst? No. He's somewhere in the middle. As, as long as we see improvement each week, which I think we have seen, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm happy where we are with Adam. And Yeah, we're, we're seeing slow growth, which is yeah better than yeah. nothing. And, and coming from the bench in the starting side is always positive signs for a player coming back from injury. So yeah. um, he's only going to get fitter and fitter. Um, so, you know, it wouldn't be a fucking Tuesday night show if we didn't touch about it, but like we're talking about players trending up, one that has to fucking fight finally fire up and take it to the fucking board pack is Jack Hetherington. This yeah. is do or die, I was mate. you'd go there. Mate, he's had a he, week He's off. just lucky there's there's no big boppers busting the door down to take yeah. his spot. Yeah, we don't need a pedestrian yeah. on the bench. We need someone no. to come out and just take it to the Broncos. You know, once we, once yeah, um, Leo or, or Dan come off, we need someone that immediate impact that, in your face, just smacking him. Yeah, and his numbers um, just haven't been cutting it, as we've talked about in the past. So he has to be, he has to know that in himself as well. The coaches have to be drilling that into him. We just need a big one. 
Mate, I don't know if mm. you're listening out there, but just just give us a big one. Mm. <laughs> Storky asked nicely. I'll have I'll have a chat in with the members of them, mate. <laughs> yeah, make sure you do, bro. Yeah, yeah. I like this one, Jade. How many fights do you think Gamble starts? I love this question. Mm, hopefully, minimum of three. Yeah, three sounds like all started by them, so then they can get sent off. Them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Something at the start, something just after half time, and then one at the end yeah. when he's spraying them after we just beat them. That'd be he, nice. he just gets in their face, says something to them, and then they react. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he goes up into the coaching box and just sprays Kevy. <laughs> That'd be nice too. Um, like every individual Broncos fan, he's there for the next. Time. He's gonna, he's gonna love this game. I reckon he's had this one oh, on the calendar ever oh, yeah. since yeah, we signed him. Yeah, yeah. Um, Carly, thanks for joining us again. Carly, when do you boys think Joey and Maddie Johns will make up? <laughs> yeah, uh, um, he's still not talking to him, is he? You saw that news that he yeah, reached apparently. out to him, hasn't talked to him since, but oh, mate. yeah, maybe they just would not work on the same network. Mm. Maybe they have to be on separate networks. Um, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Old brotherly love when uh blood's thick in the water they'll come back together but as you know we've all got brothers you know you have yeah. your little tiffs you have your little tiffs you know it's it's always that little bit more personal when it's you know your family yeah, how, how's tiffs, how's uh... your dickhead brother going carly <laughs> 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 oh, i mean that yeah. in the nicest way possible yeah yeah <laughs> in the nicest possible way carly um he's probably tuned in now he's probably a huge fan of the show uh um, <laughs> he's probably yeah, like that's what that's six a... foot nine Huge. That's why I, I love I'll, hear, I'll hear a knock on the door soon. That's why I absolutely love Joey. Um, you know, so so um so passionate. Um, as I said, the poor bastard doing commentary. I don't know how he does it. I really don't know how he does it. You know, he clearly bleeds blue and he's having to sit there talking up Queensland highlights and that. And was I, it a couple of years ago? The the poor bastard was so dejected. After a series loss, you could just see it all over his face, and I fucking love that. But yeah, you love you love that passion. And he got in trouble for it. Remember, he yeah. went off the cuff and said a few things, and he got in trouble for it. And yeah. it's like that's yeah. what we want to see. Mm. That's I can just what picture, rugby league is. I can just picture the 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 soundboard, the sound engineers at Channel Nine, are just sitting there, and they would have a big bit of masking tape or something that just says Joey mute above a button. And there'd just be one bloke Joey, whose yeah. job it is to just stand, sit there with his finger yeah. over the mute button, just waiting for a just like for it's a, a little picture, of, little picture of Joey on the skateboard above the button. <laughs> <laughs> Someone press um, the Joey button. Justin, I like this one. A uh, little bit of NRLW chat, guys. Should the girls' State of Origin series become a three-game series to help grow the game? Absolutely, should. Mm. It should Common be played on the same knows. night. It should be How played it, on the same night as the should, men's It game. should be a curtain raiser. How are yeah. they doing the two games? Can someone explain? How do you guys know how that works? Or if, if a listener knows, comment away. How do they judge? I assume it would be the same as a Bledisloe Cup, right? So, say Queensland win the year before. If they win game one, they win the series. Like I, I would assume it's the same as Bledisloe Cup. No, well, where... they, they they won on Thursday, and I don't think they awarded anything. I think well, they didn't. They didn't. Pl- I don't. I I don't know. Then well, like that. That to me is. Like it's not a not a good way of doing it, but if you're doing it, that's how you would do it. Yeah, it's strange. Some someone will know. Um, mm. Yeah, great, great to see a couple of Knights girls. Uh, saying, John McGrath saying margin. Yeah, we've got lucky one. We'll raise this uh, one. I'll show you. But that's how okay. they're doing it. Most tries yeah. and then conversions. Right. There okay. You go. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seems I hope fun. it's a three Seems game. It's complicated when they can just add another game. Let's just make it three like the men. Start it, have it as the curtain raiser before the guys' games. It'll be huge for the ladies. They've, let's be honest, they've never played in front of a crowd that big. Chuck them in front of that state of origin crowd. It'd be like. They had a fairly decent crowd. Fun. I think they had about. Oh, they did. I'm not taking that away from them, but, like, you know, on origin them. crowd is. Mm. That's a different atmosphere, especially in Queensland. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Carly, Jesse Southwell smashed it. Apart from that poor girl, that intercept try, um, I remember she threw another one. I think it was against the Eels. I think it was the only game we lost last year. She threw an intercept try. No, it was against the Roosters, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah like God, I hope she's in for a big season, Jesse Southwell. Yeah, I think she um, is. Throwing interceptions against the Roosters, hey? Takes me back. Takes 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 me back to not being in the grand final. Mm. Sad times. Still 23 years ago. Yeah. I was at that game. I was at that game. Making plans at halftime with my brother. To, we've got to get tickets next week for the grand final. This is, yeah. And then next minute. Interception. She yeah. over. Mm. Um, oh, Damo. Here's a good one. Uh, let's have a look here. Damo, women's state of origin in Newcastle. What are your thoughts? Mate, I think I think it would pull a huge crowd. Yeah, we just won the out. goddamn premiership. It's mad, mad not to. That I would imagine that it'd just be an absolute yeah. appetite for it. So absolutely they should. I, I, I feel like we would we would beat their thirteen thousand or whatever it is that, that they did get it um um at Bank West or Combank, whatever it's called these days. Um yeah, I, I think it's a brilliant idea. Hmm. And give us ours as well that you promised us and then took off me. Yeah, I think that's going to happen. You used me for all your promo, you bastards, and then you took Origin off me. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, speaking of NRLW, what's your opinion on that elbow that didn't didn't stop playing hospitalized the Blue Sky player? Yeah, that was um, Isabel Kelly. Man, that did yeah. not look good. Like, yeah, poor no. girl. Shit, she looked like she couldn't goddamn breathe. You could see um, the fear in her face too. Like, yeah. You know, poor girl. Fuck, fuck that. Um, yeah. Shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, very, very um, lucky not to be. Um, they Queensland were very lucky not to get penalised there. I think she got. Did that happen? Um, didn't something similar happen to uh, what's his name? The big sharks um, forward. He got smacked in the throat and um, a couple of seasons last season or the season before, and he was in all sorts of trouble. He was in hospital for a few days and everything. I've forgotten his name. Yeah, right. But, yeah, not good. No, not good. How good's the NRLW chat? For feeder. Yeah, there you That's go. That's my question. Now we. Thanks for that, Tim. Yeah, Fafita and John. Fafita, everyone's coming up for Fafita now. But yeah, Fafita got hit in the neck, in the throat. Well, speaking of two, the uh, it did come out. No more dark blue jerseys, boys. It's gone. Yeah, yeah I saw, I that. saw that. The sky blue from now on. So, so you're lucky you couldn't get one. Sure. Well, then again, maybe you are. You know, maybe you want one because they're going to be rare now. <laughs> and look at this. We got we got another another international viewer at the moment. Oh my God, uh, Glenn. Thailand. Thank you for the uh, comment. Hey guys, sorry, miss. I missed, but a, uh, a few shows. As I'm in Thailand, go the nights, mate. Sounds oh, like mate, enjoy yourself. I went there on my honeymoon. Yeah. Beautiful place, mate. Beautiful. I've been there twice. It's good. Good yeah, times. It's great. Glenn living the good life in Thailand. Good Get on you, messy. mate. Get messy, son. Hey. Bloody hell, he's having his bye week, mate. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what have we got here? Trent McCutton. Thank you very much, Trent. Love your work, fellas. We love your work, guys, and I think that is the absolute perfect note to end this week's show. So good to be talking nights footy with everyone. You oh, boys, yeah. the listeners, how good is it? It's going to be even better when we fucking jump on Sunday and talk about how fucking good the win was. But As much as I um, love Origin, um, 
yeah, it's so much better to be sitting here in red and blue. Yeah, so absolutely. much better. And like you're saying, fucking love doing it in front of in front of our live audience. It's 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 fantastic. Highlight of my week. That's that's why it was a big one for me to just keep pushing shows. I'd have it on every night if I could, if I had my way. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna sure give these boys a break at some mate. stage. I'm sure they wouldn't get sick of us. But no, <laughs> it's like huge... Friday, Friday night, short eating tea. You just sit here and <laughs> <laughs> look, guys. A humongous oh, way, shout like out to our major sponsor on the Tuesday show, the Grain Store. Chicken wings and beers for days, guys. So please support the sponsors that support us, the grain store. Um, 21 Storky. beers on tap. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it. 21 yeah. beers yeah. on tap, my friend. Don't, 21 beers. Don't take a Tyson gamble on a, finding a better pub in Newcastle. <laughs> Just stick to the Bradman <laughs> best. Oh. Stick to the grain. Nice. Best pub in Newcastle. There we go. That, that That's that's my new, new spiel, and I'm going to stick by it. There you <laughs> go. Don't be too hasty when it comes to that decision of picking a pub. But um, <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, anyways, um, uh, I've lost where I'm at. No, huge thank you to you guys. Huge thank you to listeners. Thank you again for tuning in. Um, Stalky Sean, pleasure as always, boys. Thanks, buddy. Great. Don't forget um, Thursday night. Thursday yep. night's new show. Yep. I was, I was just going to mention Thursday nights. Um, Laid back show, isn't it, Link, where we just sit there and discuss a few topics. We even threw it out there that we'd love you to love you guys watching to throw some topics at us. And we, Justin Justin threw in a, a ripper that we're going to talk about this week on Thursday. So if you've got any off-field nights topics that you really want us to dive in and then discuss, that send them through to the old, United. It can be old school, new yep. school, whatever. Anything nuts related, really. Yeah, whatever you no want to talk about. Footy cards, Nintendo, yep. anything. Yeah, the yeah. good old days, whatever it may be. We're, not, we're putting away our notes, our stats. Uh, we had a great Just old discussion chat. last week. Big chat yeah. amongst us and all our friends, you guys out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, that'll be fun on the Thursday show. So um, be sure to tune into that. So thank you again, 9:30. guys. Um, 9.30, the late show. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, and please, guys, if you do want to support the show and the platform, go follow us on all social media outlets, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, you know who they all are. Um, if you could, it'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. A five-star review goes a long, long way to help us grow the NIDA community, the community we're trying to build for you guys. Get some uh, yeah. some more and more content out for you guys. Um, you guys are a five-star audience, so give us We would give, give you each five, five stars if we could. Yeah, Absolutely, we would. We would. We yeah. would. So. Um, but no, huge thank you to you guys. Um, and yeah, we will catch you all again on the Thursday night, late night show. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say, we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end, we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Castle Knights, long live the Newcastle Knights for the red and the blue. Till the end, we will fight, singing, Long live the Newcastle Knights.